March 17th, day 14. Resentment, reconciliation. Resentment or grudges do not harm the person against whom you hold these feelings, but every day and every night of your life, they're eating at you. Norman Vincent Peale. We live in a time of great frustration. With divisions over politics and healthcare, education and national policy, feelings of anger and resentment have become more widespread and more intense. Many people seem to be carrying their anger and resentment wherever they go, like an overstuffed suitcase. Anger is baggage that weighs us down and demands considerable attention and energy. More than that, anger and resentment are some of Satan's greatest tools, elixirs that have a corrosive effect on our souls. As Mark Twain put it, anger is an acid that can do more harm to the vessel in which it is stored than to anything on which it is poured. Resentments are negative feelings, basically ill will towards someone or something that emanates from the past. Resentment is the re-experiencing of past injustices, real or perceived, and the old feelings of anger connected to them. Resentments form when people get angry toward a person, an institution, or a situation and steadfastly hold on to that anger. Some people hold resentments for many years, refusing to let them go. Over time, whatever caused the original anger and led to the resentment may be forgotten, while the resentment remains like a still smoldering ember left after the flames of a fire die down. The fire no longer rages, but the ember remains hot and risks the fire reigniting until it is fully extinguished. The stronger the resentment is, the more time we spend thinking about it. Caught up in the anger connected to it, this is a form of mental, emotional, and spiritual bondage. Ultimately, the person holding the resentment is the one who suffers most. It's consistent with the 12-step adage, holding a resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. The most effective way to deal with resentment is reconciliation between the parties that have wounded us. But that's not always possible. The person may not be physically present or willing to work on the issue. It takes two people who are amenable to work at reconciliation. So if reconciliation is not possible, we need to protect ourselves from drinking Satan's poison of resentment. Here are some suggestions to consider. Practice identifying and allowing ourselves to feel the underlying emotions that anger may be superimposed upon, such as hurt or fear. Strive to be present with and accept these feelings and the vulnerability that they bring. Identify how we may have contributed to the situation that we are angry or resentful about. Practice expressing anger and resentment differently. Share our feelings with safe, supportive individuals whom we trust. Journal or write about them. Discharge them through physical activity by working out, taking a walk or a run, going for a hike, or playing our favorite sport. If appropriate to the situation, participate in activities that promote social justice. Pray for those who have wronged us. Over time, our hearts will soften and God might lead us into new insights. Practice treating people we feel angry at or have resentment toward with kindness and compassion.